0: The Blue Raiders play here. On the Blue Raider Network. From Learfield, welcome to Nick McDevitt Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Our coverage is also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Be part of the show by emailing your questions to radio at goblueraders.com. Now, here is your host, the voice of the Blue Raiders,
1: Chip Walters. Welcome back into the Boulevard tonight. Nick McDevitt live as we talk Blue Raider basketball for the next hour. And, uh, again, thanks for a big crowd for both of our shows tonight We're Coach Ensel and uh, Coach McDevitt. And uh, Middle Tennessee coming off a victory at home over the weekend over Southern Mississippi. Blue Raiders are now uh, – have now won 11 in a row at home in the Murphy Center, and uh, it's it's fun to it was it was a good day for streaking as you as, <laughs> as many people saw you on Facebook and uh, and uh, that, that that was. Uh, it is. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun when, when things are going well.
2: Yeah, it is. You know, our, our guys are playing well, and uh, they enjoy playing at home and in front of our fans the Glass House. So uh, we've got a tough road stretch uh, coming up here with uh, the next three being at Marshall, at Western, and at UAB. So it will be a while before we're back uh, back here at home. Uh, but uh, this, this homestand
1: was fun. And, I, and I'll mention this, is that middle is one of the few schools, I don't have the exact number, one of the few schools in the country where both their men and women are undefeated at home during the 21-22 season that's right you so, know uh, you know
2: I, both both teams enjoy playing at home and um, you know we we tell our our guys and i, I know coach inchell tells uh tells his players if you're gonna uh, have a chance to win your league you've got to win all your home games uh you can't be given any uh, away at the house and uh, you got to go find find a way to steal some on the road and uh that's the position we're in this week you gotta go find a way to steal some
1: yep exactly our opening segment brought to you as always by the murfreesboro post Covering daily news from Murfreesboro. Pick one up downtown or around town every Monday, or log on to MurfreesboroPost.com dot any time. The uh, after the the two Florida Florida schools, you had a week uh, with only one game, uh, and you will have a, another week with only one game. Not this not this week, but next week uh, when you will go to to UAB uh, a week from this coming Saturday. How do you uh, talk about how you handled? that week and the extra time that you had for preparation, also maybe is valuable, extra time for some rest.
2: Well, we actually uh, we, we met as a staff today, uh, our, our coaching staff, our, our strength coach, our trainer, uh, for a long while actually, probably a little bit longer than they wanted to. Uh, but it was uh, talking about just managing uh, the body load over the next really 10 days. Because once the UAB game, if you count the UAB game on February, I think it's the 5th, uh, all the way through the end of the season. it will be the sixth. The sixth, yeah. uh, till the end of the season against Old Dominion. Uh, we have 11 games in a 29-day a stretch, if you count both Saturdays. So 11, 11 games in 29 days. And really what we talked about is uh, between now and then is being as, as sharp on the floor, but also as rested as we possibly can be. Uh, kind of liken it to a long road trip. Uh, you, you've got to get the car ready for the long road trip. You want to be gassed up, the oil change, check your tires, make sure all the fluids are right. Timing belt. And, <laughs> timing belt, the whole nine as far as the car, but also you've got to take time to pack you know you want to make sure that everything that you've packed for all occasions whether it's raining whether it's cold whether it's sunny getting to the pool going to dinner at night with the kids you you can't just the night before throw everything in the car and think that you're prepared for the for a long road trip and that's really where we are over this next week and a half cuz that that's going to be a lot of miles on the tires for our players during that stretch and then also how do you how do you manage that that space as well because there's two weeks once that starts where we play three games in a week you talk about this week we had one and the not this week but the following we have one after that they're coming fast and furious so we've got to we we don't need to be banged up before that long uh, stretch of game after game after game hits
1: us right the UTSA and UTEP are the games that are going to be made up and you go and you you travel to UAB a week from Saturday You come home, then you'll play UTSA on Monday, and then you will play again on Thursday and Saturday, and then you will play Thursday, Saturday, then Monday, Thursday, Saturday. That's right. So you've got in a three-week span a a lot of games in a 22-day period before you make that final road swing uh, to Charlotte and and Old Dominion. But, you know, I I guess I I try to look at, okay, where's the silver lining in this is that, you know – the, the tough part was beginning the conference season and missing out on two home games. Well, now I guess the, the you, where you look for the silver lining is you're going to get those back in the second half of the season, which ups your home game total down, the stretch. Uh, down the stretch. And it
2: also they, they were put in where uh, now we have two different times where we've got three in a row at home. Uh, it, it, it will make it a, a tough stretch, but uh, if you look at the conference schedule as of today – Uh, There are four teams that have only played five league games. We're one of those four. Uh, But two of the other uh, four, uh, two of the other three, excuse me, are on our side, uh, Charlotte and Old Dominion. And so what we've talked about is like uh, once this tough stretch, they've got the same tough stretch as we do. And they're on our side. Let's, Let's manage this better than them. You know, how is that? How do we do that? Let's make sure that, first of all, we haven't played either one of them. So we get to play Charlotte twice. We're going to play an Old Dominion twice. So, as far as league standings and trying to win your side of the division, uh, you know, there's a lot of bat- basketball to be played and there's head to head matchups. But also, it's uh, as you head down the home stretch because our last two games are against those two teams, uh, Charlotte and ODU. And they're two of the, like I said, two of the other teams that uh, haven't played all seven so far. So, uh, just trying to. Uh, Pay attention to detail and and make sure we're ready, uh, not only now, uh, but that we're ready five or six weeks from now.
1: It's uh, and and we're, when we were talking with Coach Insolent, and, and it it really rings true on the men's side, is you look at games across the conference and how they they have shaken out. Uh, you know, it's it's like okay, how does Western go to Florida and lose twice, and Marshall, you know, all of a sudden, you know, they're averaging 100 points a game, now they're struggling to score 60 on, on a given night. And and you've brought me back a couple of times and said, you know, you never know what is going on In somebody else's on, on somebody locker else's locker room, whether it's a COVID issue, that kind of thing, and more likely than not these days, that is is what's going to hold a player out here or there. And uh, so you, you you have to – It's when you catch teams. Yeah. When do you play them? When do they play you?
2: Because as you're uh, alluding to, you just don't know when that kid, he just got out like what we talked about last week with Cam Weston. You just don't know like, well, he played. Yeah, he played on about four hours of sleep and and got out of uh, a COVID quarantine the day of the game. Uh, you just don't know what that's like in somebody else's locker room. How, what's their prep like? Uh, who's turned an ankle? Who's been locked up? Uh, you know, with quarant, uh, with COVID, uh, did they have it? Are they out due to contact tracing? You just don't know. There's a lot of variables, and uh, all you try to do is control what you can control. You know, control your own uh, uh, variables that you can, and in, in your own locker room, and uh,
1: let them deal with that. Yeah, and well, in the bottom line to it right now is where you are at in the league as of today you can control a whole lot of your own destiny right now going through the stretch of the season
2: yeah you can you know that's uh that's the position you want to be in is to where you're not trying to you know scoreboard watch over the last two or three weeks and uh needing help uh night in and night out you you want to be able to to wake up and control your own destiny and and play the games that are on your schedule and uh You know, good things can happen.
1: Yep. Nick McDevitt is here with us tonight for Nick McDevitt Live, our program brought to you in part by Bud Light. Bud Light proudly welcomes fans back to Middle Tennessee this year. This year, Bud Light is for the fans. More with the head coach after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
3: At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we do freshness checks on the items in your delivery order at every step of their journey from our farms to our stores. And pick and pack every blue, razz, and strawberry in your free pickup order with the utmost care. Because we believe in treating your food the same way we'd want ours to be treated. It's the golden rule, only for, like, fresh fruit and stuff. Order now using the mobile app. We're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Luxuriously designed. Exquisitely detailed. First in its class. Corner to corner, a true work of art. Capable of going from zero to $300,000 in a few seconds flat. Are we talking about a sports car? Oh no. We're talking about Jumbo Bucks Premium Edition Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. So test drive the new gold standard and instant tickets today. The Tennessee Lottery, game-changing fun. Please play responsibly
0: You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS.
1: Welcome back into Nick McDevitt Live. want to remind folks, coming up February 2nd is going to be a busy day. That is Groundhog Day, and around Middle Tennessee that means one thing, and that is the Groundhog Day Luncheon for Blue Raider Baseball. Tickets are still available. Tables are available. You can give the ticket office or the BRAA office a call for that. And also, it all falls on uh, signing day this year on February 2nd. And the signing day celebration for Blue Raider football begins at 5.30 in the Hendricks Club at the stadium. And uh, Coach Stock will be there at that point, And then he will slip out and move across campus. We'll be doing a 6 p.m. Signing Day Live TV show on ESPN three that day, and the whole celebration will all be part of uh, the TV show and the TV show part of the celebration. So, that's all. Uh, put that on your uh, on your calendar and uh, come b- be part of it. Now, to the Southern Miss game, the uh, they came in uh, last week, and you know it, it was one of those where you preached late into the week. You know, here's a team that's pretty athletic that gave you a, a ride on a rail last year down in Hattiesburg, but they're not, they don't have a good record. And, you, and, and you're, you're, having to, you're having to preach that, and, and then you, you, you say they've got two or three guys who could play on any team in this league, and we found that out.
2: Yeah, Tyler Stevenson and uh, Jerron Pierre uh, are two really good players. And, uh, you know, we, th- th- they're, they're a better team than what their record says they are. Uh, and then coming into that game uh, you know obviously they'd played la Tech who's playing extremely well they'd already played them twice uh, in their first four league games yeah. so congratulations right yes yeah way to start things off and so they're they're a good ball club and uh, I, I thought uh, we were a little flat uh, honestly coming out of the locker room uh, I, I, I thought uh, you know we were just out there, and uh, all of a sudden you look up and you're down double digits, and then I think uh, we made just a couple of plays, uh, got a couple of steals in the backcourt court uh, uh, that got us going, and then from there I thought we we looked like the team that we've been most of the year, really.
1: Yeah, the early on, uh, as you mentioned, it was uh, Southern 20 Miss to j- twenty to eight. yeah, twenty to sixteen eight.
2: to four, and then twenty to eight yeah. at the under twelve media. Yep, and we. Not really a come to Jesus meeting, but it was close to it. And, Somebody uh, mentioned to me that the under
1: twelve <laughs> media timeout that the band needed to play louder. <laughs> uh,
2: well, there was a there was a little bit of that. Uh, I wouldn't mind if the band struck up, but uh, yeah, you know, but you know, to their credit, they they uh, they woke up and uh, kind of started, you know, telling each other, let's let's go, and um, you know, we just guys at this level if you don't guard them they make shots and you know that there there are very few that are just elite scores to where you know night in and, or possession after possession when you are really really guarding that they're just still going to to make shots or at least enough to beat you uh you got to sit down and really defend and uh we've we've been that uh for a, a large portion of of the season and uh, I'm not sure what we're giving up exactly in league play, but it I think it was 57 coming into the game on average, and then the other night uh, gave up 60, but only 40 in the last 32 minutes of the game.
1: Yeah, and one of the things that, that you guys have been able to do defensively this year, and you mentioned uh, Tyler Stevenson and Jerron Pierre. Tyler Stevenson is just a man. I He's mean, good. And, and he is really, really He's good. good. Now Geron Pierre came in averaging 9.2 per game, held him to two. That's three straight games now that you've taken uh, a, a, the leading score or second leading score or the top two and held them to about a third of what they normally have done. That, that comes from scouting and getting a scout into the game.
2: Yeah, you know, you can do all the scouting you want, but if your players don't soak it up and they're not paying attention going into the games, it really doesn't matter. Uh, and, and, but they've done a really good job of uh, taking the scout and implementing it in the game. Uh, and, and because we switch who we're guarding, you know, any kind of – most of the times with an on-ball action, uh, whether it's a dribble handoff or, or a, a ball screen, we switch. So you don't just need to know one guy. Uh, when the scouting report is given to them by the assistant coaches, you need to know about eight or nine or ten guys – Uh, because as uh, the game's happening and guys are coming in and out of the game and you're switching on this guy and here comes the screen, you switch again, you may guard two or three different guys in the same possession. And so you need to know, is this guy that I'm guarding, does he like to drive it or does he like to shoot it? Is he a shot, fake, and drive it guy or is he a catch it and shoot it guy? And if you don't know that stuff, you're going to allow other guys to play to their strengths. And the idea is to, to make them play where they're weakest. Yeah, one And of the, uh, a lot of our guys are, are doing a really good job of, of soaking
1: that up. Well, uh, one thing I, I, is that I saw in your, in your first year here is that uh, people may not know, but uh, when you guys are in a film session and going through the scout, that you will call out or, or one of the assistants will call out Donovan Sims, tell me about, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so on the other team and they have to get up and then give the scout on that player to all their teammates so the pressure's on you better do your homework so. <laughs>
2: the the pressure is on but you know it's it's not a a, a Something where we're trying to trick them. No. You know, you're wanting to make sure that you know who you're about to guard here in a couple of hours. And, and if you don't, then we need to get that corrected right away because that's the, tri- the, the real test. And you, you want to have done it uh, over a, a, a short segment over several days because when the game starts, I don't want them thinking. You know, when when guys are thinking out there, uh, a fast mind, or usually it's slow feet. And the the more they're thinking and, and uh, not playing, the worse off you are. I, I, you want guys to be able to play relaxed, know what they're supposed to do, have thought about the game going into the game. But once the game starts, you've got to play the game. And that doesn't mean just play loose, but you've got to, to play free of mind uh, and not tight and overthinking the game while you're out there
1: with as much as you guys switch on defense and and uh, and, and folks, you, you watch them when they're playing their man to man and in a ball, you know, moves around the floor. You're going to see switches on defense. Ha, what, what give me the, the 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 scale here of the concerns of getting into a bad matchup or or uh, you, you just you just play it. We play it. That's your, uh, rule. that's your rules of how
2: you the, play The defense. biggest thing we tell our guys is mismatches don't get you beat. Unguarded men do. You know, the, if mismatches will get you beat in the NBA. You know, the, you, you better have the right guy on the right guy because they're the best offensive players on the planet. Uh, you get the wrong guy on Kevin Durant, he will score 60. Uh, you get the right guy on him, he can get 40. Right. And so you, you, you've got to know how, who's guarding who, uh, but you know for for the majority of uh, your games, the the unguarded guys are going to get you beat at this level. The unguarded guys they make shots.
1: Oh, but, I mean, you see that guy that, that that guy standing over in the corner, and all of a sudden the ball goes to him, and you go, "Oh my gosh!"
2: Yeah, right. here it comes. And even the the so, the guys that are so called the non shooters on the scouting report, yeah, they make those. They miss the ones when they're really guarded. Yeah. And and we just want to make sure we got a body on a body all the time. And that's why uh, we do a lot of switching and, and uh, keeping a man on a man.
1: Yep. Well, the Raiders uh, at halftime were down by three but had a big second half coming against Southern Miss. We'll talk about that as we roll along here. Nick McDevitt live from the Boulevard here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light, to here.
5: Hey, Blue Raiders fans, the Mint Gaming Hall at Kentucky Downs is a proud partner of your Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. For good times and big wins, the Raiders and the Mint Gaming Hall deliver both. Located close by in Franklin, Kentucky, the Mint Gaming Hall is your spot for great food, cold drinks, and big jackpots. Win yourself a BMW 228i this winter in a drive-to-win promotion, earn entries daily, and qualify on Fridays. Check out themintgaming.com for all the details. Get your big hit today.
0: The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
1: back into the boulevard tonight, right at the corner of East Main and Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Our show brought to you in part by Tri-Green Equipment. Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable, low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU basketball. Get started online at Try Green Equipment, a proud partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Coach Nick McDevitt here with us until 8 o'clock this evening. Cooper McDevitt up here with us as well. So he is uh, diving right in. Now, your, your team was down by three, and you guys had momentum kind of going into the locker room. And, and – and i think from my standpoint it was kind of one of those okay the depth on this team is going to help take over and and turn this thing in the right direction and sure enough that seemed to be exactly what happened yeah we had about
2: a really about a two-minute stretch uh where we were uh it was a tie game at 42 and then i think we went on a 12-0 run and uh had it at 54-42 and i thought some of it was just because of Uh, constant pressure on them, uh, not just on the defensive end, but also offensively. Uh, I thought our our hard cuts to the basket were just forcing them to really have to guard and move. And then, obviously, on the other end of the floor, we pick up full court and just felt like we could continue to get into their legs a little bit. And usually when, when you start getting physically fatigued, you'll also get mentally fatigued. It's just tiring. You have to stay locked in. When teams are pressing you, Uh, because as soon as you slip up just a little bit physically, uh, you're going to turn it over. If you get mentally fatigued, you end up turning it over. Uh, good things really happen for the, the pressing team when both have happened for your opposition. They're both mentally and physically tired, yeah. and it just takes about a two-minute stretch to where uh, in those kind of situations, a tie game, and all of a sudden you're up 12. If you're up eight and that happens, all of a sudden you look up and you're up 20, yeah. and, and now there's you know eight, nine to go, and things have to go perfect for the other team at that point.
1: Yeah, the, uh, and, and On my running score sheet that I keep, at the under 12 media timeout you guys were down 2 40 to 38 and then by the next media timeout at 737 in a 4 minute and 8 second stretch you guys scored 20 points you outscored them 20 to 6 and is i can't remember the last time somebody scored 20 in 4 minutes that, that, <laughs> that's getting it, that's getting it done yeah yeah that's uh you know it's hard to keep that pace up it, uh, it is. but it but, you know but it, you guys were back flipping the ball and easy baskets you know you had you ended up with 19 points off of 17 turnovers you forced that helps it does
2: and and that's uh that's generally the idea because uh usually you if you watch teams when they've when they make a turnover to particularly in press offense and particularly in the backcourt uh They try to get rattled or or they get a little rattled and try to get it all back in the next possession. And you can usually kind of predict a flurry. Uh, That's why even when we turn it over against teams like that, you you really want to settle down. And the guy that's taking the ball out of bounds, take his time getting it in. So, you know, guys get to collect themselves a little bit, both mentally and physically. But once you get guys kind of hurried up, uh, you, you kind of got them where you want
1: them. Now, on the flip side, for both teams, there was a lid on the basket from outside the three point arc on Saturday. Unbelievable. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, Bob Verbal has uh, been our shooting coach. Yes, uh, he's been coming over. His, and his
1: thumbprint is now on the team. It's obvious. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: we've we've switched him from our free throw shooting coach to our three point shooting coach. I think we're going to move
1: him back. Um, Bob's in charge of free throw defense. <laughs> you know, he's that's where he's really that's where he's really good.
2: Yeah, you know, we. Uh, we all know how well Josh Jefferson shoots it. I mean, he, he's a good shooter, and the other night he was 0 for 8. Uh, Eli Lawrence uh, came into the, to the game uh, shooting it fairly well and was 0 for 7. So all of a sudden those two guys from behind the arc were 0 for 15 uh, combined. Uh, and we ended up 2 for 24 from the three-point arc and still managed 74 points. Yeah. And uh, th- that's really what we were talking to our team about is usually for, for teams that shoot it that poorly, they don't score it that well, and defensively, their defensive effort is based on their ability to make shots. Yeah one of the and, and we just didn't do that. We, yeah. we kept getting to the bucket, and really during that big stretch, that's what we were doing is driving the ball, getting to the free-throw line, getting to the basket. Uh, you, you can't tell you, you can't stop shooting threes. You can't just never shoot him. Uh, If you do, then I wouldn't guard you. I mean, I'd back six, seven feet off, uh, and you're just going to stare at the basket and not shoot it. Uh, You would never get driving layups. You would never get backdoor cuts because the guy's not guarding you hard enough for you to even backdoor cut him. Uh, he's he's seven feet off of you, so you've got to be able to put a little pressure on the defense by uh, the threat of the ability to make outside shots, and now it opens up other portions of your of your offense.
1: Yeah, when you shoot eight percent from three, what is the what is the formula? Make you, your the other team shoot eight percent from Well, three. that's true, and that's exactly what they did. But you do force seventeen turnovers, you get thirteen offensive rebounds, and you score forty-eight points in the paint. That's right. Uh, you know it. It's
2: one of those things where, you know, when you're shooting it really well, uh, then then that that's not a 14-point game. Uh, when when you can shoot it poorly uh, from from three and still win uh, and win in double digits. Uh, it's just a good sign that you're playing the right way. You're playing hard. You're guarding. You're sharing the ball on offense. And those nights that, you know, you're normal eight or nine for 24, uh, you throw another 15 points on the board, and that, that's that's a little bit different game.
1: Yep. Uh, the Raiders have enjoyed a three-game homestand. Now they have a three-game road swing coming up. Marshall, Western, and UAB all over the next uh, 10 to 12 days. We'll take a timeout. Coach Turner Battle is going to be our guest here at halftime, and we'll have that and more as we continue with Nick McDevitt live on the Blue Raider Network
4: Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives.
2: At Trigreen, we stand behind you with smart solutions to keep your property looking its best. Like our Smart Savings event, where you can get a 1023E tractor for just $90 per month. That's with 0% financing for 84 months. Find more smart savings at TrigreenEquipment.com.
0: Offer ends 131-2021, subject to approved installment credit with John Deere Financial. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. the flagship station for Blue Raider sports, WGNS.
1: Welcome back to Nick McDevitt Live tonight, brought to you in part by Lee Company. Blue Raider fans, get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town. For your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs, Lee Company is the team to call. 615-867-1000 or online at leecompany.com. And fortunate to have Coach Turner Battle with us tonight. Give him a nice round of applause. Welcoming to our show here at the Boulevard. So TB, glad to have you. Happy to be here. Yep, and uh, I tell you the uh, we have there as we open up Turner's uh, bio a little bit. I will say this we. We really didn't like you for a while. That was because he was at UAB <laughs> under Coach Rob Eson, and uh, we had some. There were some battles between uh, the Blazers and the Old Blue Raiders, especially
6: down uh, down in Birmingham. Oh yeah. Um, at first, I was with uh, Coach Hass, um for two years, and had a lot of battles um, here and in, in Birmingham. And and uh, when Coach McDevitt came to head coach here, um, I've known him and. You know, we had some battles uh, with, with Coach Eason as well too. So it's, you know, it's been a um, crazy journey. It's crazy how college basketball works. Yep.
1: Now you played your college basketball at uh, Buffalo, correct? Mid American Conference Player of the Year in 2005. And uh, what was what was the best quality of your game? What 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 got what got it done for Turner
6: Battle? I was a point guard. Um, yeah. Pass first for the most part. Um, and uh it's kind of opposite of what my dad my dad was a scorer so we always used to get get into it about that but I played point guard and uh, I was always a guy who uh tried to be selfless and tried to get my teammates involved and and knew tried to find times to be aggressive um and kind of wanted to lead by example you know I feel like you know God brought me here on earth to be a leader and uh I was not the most vocal as a player and um as I got older I got to learn and and become a better leader. And that's just kind of how my career kind of evolved.
1: I bet you were a really good defender at point guard. I bet I bet other
6: point guards hated to play you. That's what I tell the guys all the time. Is it that what I, you tell I, them? I, I tell them that uh, they would have had their worst night when I, when I, if I was guarding them. So, but, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I guarded, you know, we had a really good defensive team when I was in college. And, you know, we were very versatile, very similar to this team. And so we switched a lot. And that really made us successful, and I tried to use my size and length at the point guard to be disruptive on defense. Yeah, when did you decide that you wanted to get into coaching? Um, uh, I knew that I wanted to be around basketball as, as long as I could. You know, as a player, you know, of course my dreams were to play professionally, which I was able to do for a short amount of time. But, you know, being a point guard, you're like a coach on the floor. And my, my teammates in college couldn't stand me outside of uh, the court because I watch basketball every day. And they're like, man, aren't you tired of this? We watch all this film. And, but, but I love the game and I've always been around it. So it's just kind of where, you know, you know the chips kind of fell and, and, you know, God placed me here. Yeah. The, uh,
1: when, you were, when you were at UAB, well, first of all, what were the other stops prior to, coming to getting to UAB?
6: Well, I was at my alma mater, Buffalo, for six years. Um, I was at Chattanooga for a year and UAB for six years.
1: Were you on the same staff with Wes Long at
6: Chattanooga? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Ah, gosh. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. No, no. I, <laughs> I, I, got, to, I got to know uh, Wes, and that's part of the reason why I'm here. And uh, we became really close, worked together, and got to know uh, – Coach McDevitt and, and Coach Dixon as well through, well, through me, West.
1: Well, in, in, in any business, it, it's about relationships and trust and, and, and all of that. And, and that's, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure Wes went to, to Nick and said, you know, here's, here's a guy, and obviously Nick knew you. But when, when you were at UAB, what was uh, – I'm always interested when I talk to folks who had been at, at other schools, what was the book on the Blue Raiders when you were, when you
6: were at UAB? We always thought they were talented, you know. Uh, they were, for some, you know, Donovan Sims, we called him the UAB killer. Um, for, for the people who don't understand, you know, uh, he, he beat us probably single-handedly twice. You know, he had a, two, two game-winning free throws in Birmingham. And in Murfreesboro, I mean, we could not stop the pick and roll. I mean, he, he diced us up from shooting threes, making passes. So, you know, that we little, always – That little 10-foot runner, oh, whatever, whatever that is. He, was, he, he did it all. <laughs> yeah. And uh, – you know so that that kind of you know just made everything just kind of the way it is
1: talk about this season coaches talked a little bit about it and 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 not even the game part right now but but the work you guys did from the time you got here and into the summer i thought this was one of the most unique summers for workouts and and creative preparation and team
6: building that uh, that i've ever seen here well you know last year was very unusual for for college athletics and a lot of things just in general so just to have some you know guys back in the gym um, more than one at a time and for me you know I was new to the staff so you know my my goal was to create a personal relationship with each one of our guys and so I really tried to make a point to whether it's talk to them one-on-one and really get them out of their comfort zone in mind to really get to know everybody so when I coach them I can coach them and they understand where I'm coming from and we have a relationship because that's what it's really all about. So, you know, this summer, you know, it, it was easy for me to come in because I knew the coaching staff. So I was able to be myself, which I, which was a blessing. So I was able to kind of hit the ground running. And this summer, you know, it, it's been different because I know in Middle Tennessee before they had a different style of basketball. And I know with, with Coach McDevin and Coach Dixon and and, and, Lo- and Coach Logan, you know, they created a, a, a different style of play that we, we wanted to toy around with, with our personnel, and I was able to be a part of that, and we was, we implemented it this summer and was able to really get the guys to get together because, um you know, last year, last it was no summer, and last year we weren't able to really connect with one another, so... I mean, some of those guys weren't really familiar with one another's, too. So to get our team together the summer it just was a, a blessing, and we were able to kind of gel, and we're trying to get better every day.
1: Yep, and uh, the road trip coming up to Marshall in Western Kentucky, uh, you have the scout on on Western on, on Saturday, and if people haven't seen them yet, they have a legit seven-footer. Uh, and they've got uh, Anderson is back for his 18th year of eligibility. <laughs> they, uh, you know, they're – that, that, that is – but it's always just a head knocker between Middle and Western because even if it was tiddlywinks, people are going to show up and, and, and get real emotional.
6: So what, what's your thought on preparing for Western on Saturday? Well, I know it's a rivalry game. Uh, Western Kentucky is very talented. You know, they're not the deepest team in our league, but their top seven are some of the best teams, better, better players in our league. And, you know, they play a unique style of basketball. They can really score it. And they kind of bait you into trying to play like them. And I think for us, we have to be disciplined and we can't settle. You know, they, they'll, they'll play. If, we, if we're if we not moving the ball well, we're not shooting well, they'll sit in the 2-3 zone all game. And so I told our guy – I've told coach, not our guys yet, but that we have to um, make sure that we keep moving and we have to wear them down. You know, with our press, that's one thing that we've preached all – all summer and, and now to really wear them down like you said earlier with our depth and the lack of their depth so like to really get into their bench and really try to attack them but what they do is they really score it you know they're, they're talented and then worst case scenario they had a 7-5 guy so he just throw it against the glass and he can go get it
1: yeah well just in case this is your first one of these all of us in here want you to know it's really important to beat those guys so uh we uh go, go get them on saturday okay absolutely all right coach turner battle joining us here tonight oh well, Wait, wait, one thing. Please introduce uh, your your lovely wife and family.
6: Yes, my uh, beautiful wife in the back. Her name is Claire Battle. And my (laughs) oldest daughter is Maya Battle. And my middle daughter is Rena Battle. And my son is uh, Turner Battle, Jr. All
1: right. Well, welcome to Murfreesboro. We're glad to have you here. Thank you. Happy to be here. All right. Coach Turner Battle joining us. We'll take a timeout. Coach McDevitt rejoins me after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS.
1: Welcome back into the Boulevard here just across from campus at Middle Tennessee and East Maine. Our show brought to you in part by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance and proud to offer. Official orthopedic coverage to Middle Tennessee State University athletes. TOA's 60-plus specialists are experts in bones, joints, and muscles and have the expertise to get you back in the game. With the convenience of 18 locations and three urgent care clinics, they've got you covered. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Coach, you get to practice or play early on Saturday and – have you ever seen a weekend of pro football <laughs> like what what happened this weekend? No. I, I don't think anybody has. I mean, that, that was
2: incredible. I mean, uh, every game, the first three games come down to the last play of the game, and it's a field goal. And then, you know, you're thinking, man, they this is unbelievable. We can't get any better than that. And then you get the, the, the cherry on top with that game last night uh, with the, the Chiefs and the Bills. It was like watching a video game. The way those guys were going up down the field over the last, that last quarter was twenty five points in in uh, in under two a, minutes in under two minutes and then uh, and then three f- touchdowns that two point conversion uh, that the Bills got was crazy and then you you really thought I mean I don't know about you but like with with thirteen seconds left I thought. There's, I think they've got a chance here. Yeah. I and, thought, they should. I thought How silly is that, though,
1: to really think like – To even think that – To think, be, to think it, against it's a seriously. team
2: that, 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 that is that good
1: that 13 seconds might be too much time. And to think they got 60 yards on two plays it, in 10 seconds and then left them with three seconds to come in and kick the field goal. It was fun to watch. Yeah. It, it was it, fun to watch. It, I know Bill's Mafia doesn't think so. No. And – And uh, Jared Allen's a stud uh josh allen josh allen yes
2: jared allen's a stud too That's whoever right. jared is yeah but uh josh is a stud yeah I mean, you, you can't let that guy go and and just just to point out you do know that uh turner's wife claire is a massive bills fan and is so, she really and, yes. and look
1: at all the tables are still intact yeah. in the building well, it's amazing yeah she's sitting on <laughs> one side turner's
2: a cowboys fan so he's on the other side of the table uh their, their team's been out so
1: so is he uh, like the yankees too so, if he's a I, Cowboy fan. It, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was it was an incredible weekend, and we certainly want to wish uh, Darius Harris and Charverius Ward, who are members of the Kansas City Chiefs. That's right. Want to wish them all the best uh, coming up next weekend. Have a, have some questions uh, that we have a couple that were emailed in. One from Jeff said, I noticed you outscored Southern Miss bench on Saturday 31-4. to with two guys off the bench in double figures. On this three-game roadie that you will be on, how key will it be to get everyone involved from starters to bench players? Good luck as you match wits with uh, Andy and Rick here this week.
2: Yeah, I think in the next two weeks. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it's really important that everybody's – really revved up ready to go every day and we talked to our team about that today uh before we practiced and and having everyone ready to go and contribute uh we we can't play the way we do and and have guys have what you would say off nights and uh, you know, when, when you've got multiple guys, including guys coming off the bench that can be double-digit scores in any given game, uh, that, that just makes us harder to guard. You can't just focus on one or two players, and players three, four, and five just can't put the ball in the basket. And, you know, that, that's a, a luxury that we have. We may not have uh, LeBron James on the team, but the, the guys that are, are coming in off the bench
1: are certainly capable of changing the momentum and the complexity of the game. Keith Roman, whose Blue Raider track team, had a great weekend in in Nashville the last two weekends. He is doing doing a good job there, and uh, he wanted to know, what are the little things your athletes are doing to prepare for so many games in the next few weeks? Well,
2: uh, Keith uh, is right down the hall from my office and two of my assistants, and... Uh, I'll be spending a little time with him to to get some pointers. No, I'm I'm not kidding. Uh, Heading down the stretch on things that uh, we could be kind of uh, at peak performance heading down the stretch. But it's everything from uh, two big things, nutrition and your sleep. Uh, sleep habits and what they 're putting in their body we again going back to kind of the road trip and, and the car uh thought process, we tell our guys all the time you, you put diesel in a car engine, you know it might run for a little while, but not very long, yeah. and so you, you better be putting the right things in your body. Uh, if you don't want your body to break down. And so how they sleep and how they recover in between practices and in between games is really important. Uh, Setting up massage therapy sessions, which we do have, uh, so that guys are going to get deep tissue massages in between practices and in between games uh, so that they're ready for the home stretch.
1: Preparation is always key, and preparing for five random questions is always a big big part of your week i know (laughs) so here we go number one in five random questions were you ever a video game player a little bit
2: (laughs) not not a i wasn't a lot uh but i i've gotten uh kind of the rust off over the last couple of weeks uh, my wife, Lauren, uh, got Cooper and I an old-school Nintendo uh, for Christmas. So we've been playing Tecmo Bowl and Pac-Man and uh, Mike Tyson Knockout. So uh,
1: <laughs> the, some of the old-school video games. There you uh, go. We've, we've kind of dusted off, haven't we, Coop? Yep. Okay. Well, th- that may go into this next question. Tell me one thing you've learned in the last week. Um, hmm.
2: You just threw me on the spot. Uh well um that my my my, my heart's still okay because uh, my blood pressure got a little high the other night. There you uh, go. About halfway That's a good through one. the first half. Um so that that was kind of my EKG moment I guess, uh <laughs> to where I could the, the heart rate could go up and
1: still come back down without me going down. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. And uh what story do family members Always tell about you at family reunions. What's the next story? Oh, um, one that my
2: it was actually on my birthday. Uh, I, I was maybe about Cooper's age. I don't know if I was six or seven, and I'd gotten to my grandmother's house, and my dad played a, a little trick on me. You know what's that? He's he's standing up top on my grandmother's porch. And we just got home from church, and uh, he's telling me to look down. There's something on the the driveway, and I'm looking down. And about the time I looked down, this big old bucket of water came splashing (laughs) over my head. And – i I said a couple words that I'd heard on the bus. Yeah,
1: uh, going to school. And that you used uh, in the timeout the other day. Uh, what's that? That you might have used in the timeout the other. That day. That I did use uh, in that timeout.
2: But when you use them uh, and direct them towards your father at seven years old, that's not a good idea. That's kind of like so, that's kind
1: of like losing the lug nuts in a Christmas story. Yeah, that birthday
2: yeah. came a couple hours
1: later than what it was intended to. Understand, uh-huh. understand. Have you ever walked out of a movie just didn't like? it? Yes. What was it? Uh, Chocolat? That- Cho- oh, that was very artsy.
2: Yeah, it, it was. Uh, uh, I left after. Interview it. with I, the
1: vampire was me. I didn't like it. Mm-mm. Walked out. When you walk in the house, what is one of your favorite smells when you walk in the house? Uh, hmm. Not turnip greens. <laughs> <So it's>, uh, <laughs> I don't know.
2: Um, Lauren's a good cook, so when I get home and she's already been cooking, that that's uh, I'd say
1: that's a smart answer on your part right now. She really is.
2: I'm kind of the guinea pig, but she she hasn't. She hasn't cooked anything to where I've walked in and said, I I can't choke that down.
4: So
3: (laughs) So,
2: Good
1: deal. uh, She she does good. Yep, absolutely. Well, there's five random questions for the week. We'll take our final break and look ahead for the week with Coach McDevitt right after this. On the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro Smyrna.
1: Final couple of minutes with uh, Coach Nick McDevitt, and a minute, about a minute and a half left. Thursday night, you go to Marshall, who, you, I mean, when you start looking at the standings and you see zero and six, that's another one of these deals where you're going to have to preach that hillbilly ball at home is, is different. Is, is
2: different. You better be ready to play. It is and, a different style. They're they you know this isn't just coach speak. You know, obviously there's there's that too. But they they are better than their record says they are. Uh, anytime you got a player that's as good as Tavian Kinsey, uh, you better be ready to go. He hasn't scored under 20 in their last five games. In ten of their last 13 games, he hasn't come out. Played all 40 minutes. Wow. In ten of their 13, in ten of their last 13 games, he is some kind of player. Yeah. You better be ready to go.
1: And they've got they do have a lot of good young players on their roster. They're this athletic.
2: Year. They're yeah. really athletic. If you aren't playing with a high intensity, high effort, they play volleyball up around the basket. You've got to put bodies on bodies or or they're out there flying around
1: making plays. Speaking of volleyball, then there's Western.
2: Yeah, you know, they're they're big, they're talented, they're athletic. Um, you know, they, they're they uh, look a little at times disjointed, but they've had so many pieces coming in and out of the lineup. Uh, but if you're not really, again, you're, you've you got to make shots because they are so long. Anytime you got Sharp, who's 7'5", shot block around the rim, they force you to make outside shots
1: all right one game at a time let's go get them yes sir all right thursday night blue raiders are in huntington west virginia the broadcast begins at 5 30 we'll have it there on the blue raider network for coach and zach Woodard, our producer chip Walters. saying thanks for being with us good night for the blue raider network from learfield This has
0: been Nick McDevitt Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Tonight's show was also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.